over the place right now, and that's just, and it's a great message um, that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so this is for my empath friends, my deep feelers, my highly sensitive friends. You know who you are, and I want you to type me down below if I have not yet connected with you, and I don't know that you're an empath as well. I would love to connect with you, um, but this message came to me this morning. So I sent something over to one of my cousins. I was thinking of her and I wanted to remind her of the amazing job that she's doing as a mother. And when I opened up her reply, this, this channeled message came through and I just randomly took notes in my planner <laughs> I'm a little disorganized, so like when something channels through, I have to get it out before it just dissipates. And so this was earlier, so I'm going to do my best of what came through. Um, I can't promise you that it'll be a focused thing because I'm really excited about this. This is kind of my jam. I just love personal development. I love helping other people, especially highly sensitive people, um, empaths who kind of are walking the same path as I am, um, who's been in the same situations as I have, and helping each other along our journey um, with the wisdom that we gain through it. And so this kind of has to do with the whole entire thing. So let me know if you're an empath or highly sensitive person down below, or maybe you just don't know and you would like to know more, just type more down below and I can do a live. Um, it just helps me um, to let you know you know, how I can help you in the best way I can, but I won't know that unless you communicate that with me. So I'm not a mind reader. I might be intuitive, but I also respect people's boundaries. And so I don't assume. So what came through had to do with emotions, right? Um, and so for my empaths and highly sensitive people, we are we are very in tuned with the energy of emotions, and that's exactly what emotions are. Energy that's in motion, right? And so energy that is in motion, it kind of propels us and sets us up to take action. It also has a lot of wisdom in there. So I want you to know, because sometimes we can get into that stinking thinking, right? Stinking thinking, and we get wrapped up up here in our head where we can't think clearly because there's just so much busyness going on that we're not in our hearts that we can't think straight. Um, and so I want you to know your emotions are not facts about you. Your emotions are just stories. Stories that your beliefs, that your thoughts, that you're currently thinking are telling you. So I want you to, you know, if you're doing the inner work, if you're on that path of inner healing, um, personal development, um, and especially if you're an empath and you want to step more into your gifts. And like I said, a couple months ago, you know, as an empath, it's, you know, how well did you develop into your gifts? because some people can see it as a curse. It's not a curse, it's actually a very, it's your superpower. Um, and you inherit that, you know, growing up out of survival, but when it's underdeveloped, okay, when it's underdeveloped, you might embody and take on other people's emotions thinking that it's yours, right? 
but there is some emotions that are ours. So how we can get clear through this murky water is boundaries, is knowing boundaries and kind of tapping into yourself and going within be like, okay, is this mine? Where is this coming from? And so I'm not going to go too far in depth in that because I already did lives on that, but I wanted to just quickly brush up on that in case you're new and you haven't seen me before. Um, you can always check out my podcast. You can always check my lives on Facebook for more info on that. Um, but if you can view your emotions, right, we can easily get swept up into that energy. We can easily go spiral up or spiral down. And so I want you to think of this from a different point of view. And I think this way will help you better understand, but also step more into your power. And when I say power, I'm not talking about egoness and control. I'm talking more of controlling your emotions, being in, in control instead of your emotions controlling you, right? If you can look at it as your emotions are just storytelling, your thoughts, your beliefs that you're currently believing, okay? As an empath, when you watch movies, right? When you're watching a movie, let's just say it's something sad, right? And you find yourself crying in the movie, right? As you're watching the movie. For example, you know, when I watch My Girl, um, I always cry when Thomas J dies with the bee sting. I am like sappy. I am bawling my eyes out. Let me know if you are a sappy baller when you're watching those kind of movies. Um, you know, when I watch The Lion King, um, I always cry when Mufasa dies, right? Because it hits home. You're embodying yourself. You're being your true, authentic empath, right? You're you're showing empathy in a different person's situation that you can feel and resonate with, that you can understand. But sometimes we get so caught up with it that we let those emotions influence our state. So if you can view it as, hey, I'm, you know, it's, it's no different than watching a movie. And what do I mean by that? When you're watching a movie, right, it has a storyline, right? Would you agree? It has a storyline. And through that storytelling, it's taking you and playing with your emotions, right? So um, I'm trying to think of another example, but it's influencing your emotions. So let's say last night I was watching, did you guys ever see The Call? I think it's called The Call, where it's like a 911 uh, center. And that's really good too, to gain the skill of emotional intelligence, right? Of how you react or respond to things that pop up. And so that's going to help build your skill as well. But knowing this little piece first is definitely going to help you build that skill in the future, right? Going forth. So in that movie, The Call, I think that's what it was called, um, 
you know, there's panic. The operator, the 911 operator is panicking, right? If you can just remove yourself from that deep panic and allow yourself to get clear, right? Get clear on the action that is needed. So it's also showing you that you can feel the panic and still take action. But so many of us, we get stuck in that response. So like a fear response, a trauma response, we let that take over us, right? Instead of letting the next emotion flow into it to take that action. So I'm going to give you another story. We're doing a little storytelling here. I'm going to have to change the caption to storytelling. So just recently, I felt stuck, right? Stuck in business, stuck in career, um, just stuck in life general, right? Because I was in the stinking thinking. And when you're feeling stuck, the message that comes from that, the wisdom that comes from feeling stuck is that you stopped taking action. And wherever that is for you, you stopped taking action. After so long, it's going to build up this energy. You either hit rock bottom, okay? That's going to propel to pull another secondary emotion. So maybe it's... um, Anger. So like for me, I was experiencing anger. Anger can seem like a bad emotion, but there's no such thing as good or bad emotions. It just is an, an energy. And what it is, it's just an action that you need to take. And so when you're feeling angry, it kind of propels you to take action, right? It doesn't mean that you're an angry person and you're a negative person. No, it's, okay, I'm not going to react, right? I'm in control of how I respond to this. I can react if I wanted to, but is that going to help the situation? Probably not. You can test the theory out, right? That's where we gain the wisdom. You can test that theory out. Did, did that work by reacting to that anger did that help you know people take anger out in i don't know punching things right yes it releases that built up energy but long term did that help no it was just a short relief am i right so If you can gain that wisdom and ask yourself the empowerful questions that are needed, what is it trying to tell me? What are the cues that it's trying to show me? Um, So what I'm trying to say is when these emotions pop up, right, I'm not saying do not feel it, bypass it, suppress it. No, 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 no. The power is in feeling it. Because in feeling it, you're, you get to experience. You get to experience what that feels like, right? And from there, what wisdom does it hold for you? 
that you need to apply to going forth? What wisdom? I also want to talk about... I also see this as like a fundamental mistake of learning. But these emotions, we can view it as a noun or a verb. So what is the difference between the noun versus the the verb? Well, the noun is that you're identifying yourself as so. So for example, I'm in recovery. I do not agree with the phrase, I am an alcoholic. I will not say it. It makes me feel some type of way. You could say, I am depressed. Anything that you put behind the, the after the words, I am, you're identifying yourself as, the, as so. And you get to choose. You get to choose what you identify as. And I know for me, I don't want to ad- identify as that. So that is a noun, right? Versus the verb, okay? The verb is an action. The verb means that you're doing something. So if I don't like what I'm doing, I need to change the action that I'm taking. So for example, if I am drinking and I don't like where my life is going and I don't like the person that I'm becoming when I drink, I have to take a different action. Do you see the difference between the verb and the noun? So are you applying in your journey right right now, are you sticking to the narrative of the noun? Because one is a victim mindset and powerlessness, okay? Where the other one is more empowering, you're in control. You get to choose. You get to create the life that you want. Right? You get to go after the things that you want. You get to create this life. One is letting you define where you're at, where the other one is just saying, is this ultimately true? Is this ultimately true? And you gain so much wisdom through those experiences. Um, I do want to mention this because, um, so in my company, our CEO, Brian Underwood, I just freaking, you know when like you know you made a right decision, your body just feels the emotions of the fuck yes, right? The fuck yes, this is what I want. And I want you to think about, about that as... Also using your emotions because 
like I said in the beginning, if you're an empath, it was mostly because of a, a survival technique, right? You needed to read the room. You needed to read the other person's emotions to figure out if it was safe for you, right? That's exactly what emotions are. You're being more discerned and how to navigate a situation. What action do I need to, to take? What action do I need to approach this situation with? This is the truth, the ultimate truth. But sometimes we can get wrapped up in the monkey mind and we totally forget. We totally forget this truth. But let it, let it be your compass. You know, if it feels good, well, then keep going in that direction. If it feels bad, or maybe you found yourself stuck, maybe you're, you're feeling depressed, those are good indicators. They're little tiny cues telling you something needs to change, right? Something needs to change. And every single one of us has that power. It's a choice. Whether you're taking that choice or not, it's still a choice. <laughs> so you have to make a decision. How do you want to feel? And go, in, go into the direction of how you want to feel. If it makes you feel a certain way inside your body, that's a time to view it get to know it, ask it questions. Where is it coming from? Um, what am I not seeing? What is it trying to teach me that I have not yet experienced yet, right? But I wanted to circle back and say, um, our, our CEO, Brian Underwood, he had this one message and he was talking about, he had his son's um, Legos and he was talking about you know, if you drop it on the floor and it breaks, like all the parts scatter all over the place. Now you might be feeling broke, but you're not broken. Do you hear what I just said? That was kind of like the noun and the verb. You can feel broke, but you're not broken. Meaning you're not the, the noun of the emotion. I'm going to repeat that one more time. You are not the noun of the emotion. Rather, you're feeling the verb of it. Okay? And so he was saying, just because you can feel it doesn't mean that, um, that you are. You know, you pick up the pieces and then you reapply them where they might fit better. You're always constantly rebuilding yourself. Assembly is always required. Every step of your journey, every level to another higher version of yourself. And the wisdom that you gain through these things. Let me take a drink real quick. So if you don't like what you're seeing on your path and you don't like how it feels or where, you, where it's going to be going, you're not a tree. You're not a tree. You can always take the action that is needed. And these emotions are little cues that help us. They drive our emotions. 
right? They drive our emotions, the wisdom, and they tell us something important in our life is about to change, needs change, and it's needing our attention. It's needing our attention to view it, to see it, to become aware and ask ourselves those empowering questions to gain that wisdom to go forth. So here's some little things that you can do when you find yourself here, okay? That it is totally okay to feel human and feel these emotions. They're not good, they're not bad. They just are. They're just energy. Energy is just simply what that is. Energy. And so with this energy, how can you use it to your advantage to gain that wisdom, to gain that knowledge, to tune into your own intuition and let it guide you to what you're not seeing by asking these empowerful questions. So number one, when you find yourself there, surrender, allow yourself to feel it, feel the pain, feel the pain. Get to experience that human experience. How does this make you feel? Okay, you can even ask yourself that. How does this make me feel? What am I feeling right now? Sometimes, you know, we weren't taught emotional intelligence. We weren't taught pretty much emotions, right? We were probably told to shut up and stop crying. It's not that bad. That kind of suppresses the things. So how can we, one, know what we're, tune into our body of what we're feeling, name it, to understand it, and from that place, how can we take leverage going forth, right? By asking questions and having self-compassion for ourselves, right? I understand that I might be feeling really down about myself, of feeling stuck. I understand that the reason why I feel stuck is because I, I stopped growing. I stopped taking action, right? I'm standing still. I'm feeling angry right now because I'm not taking the action. So that anger is giving me more clarity and more energized to take that action doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It's just giving me the extra energy I need to motivate me to do that inspired action that I'm needing to do to go forth. Okay. And then from there, we can reframe our thoughts and our beliefs. Okay. You can always reframe your thoughts and your beliefs at any time on your journey. So what you can do is what act like ask yourself you know get get um a notebook out and, and reflect where you are right now and by asking what action led me to this you know like maybe you're going through a breakup so you don't feel lovable right what action i'm going through a breakup okay we got that down next Write the evidence supporting that belief or supporting that action. You know, my ex-partner said I wasn't lovable. 
write, do write down that evidence, okay? Your brain likes to see evidence. Now, the next thing you can do is now write evidence that doesn't support that. Meaning, is this ultimately true? Is this ultimately true? No. I have evidence that my family members love me. I get messages from strangers on the internet and social media telling how much they love and appreciate me. Evidence. Now you have evidence supporting the first action and disproving the other. And so if you have two of them, right? You have two evidence, that means it's not ultimately true, is it? So from there, you can then move into a more empowering state and decide how things get to be and what you choose to believe in going forth, right? You have two, two sides of evidence, right? Which one would you rather feel? You get to decide. You get to decide which one you want to believe in. Hey, Daniel. And then after that, you can then take the actions that are needed that supports that, supports that decision that you make. So if I want to go forth and help other people, I have to take the inspired action going live right now, right? I haven't been live on Facebook and Instagram and God knows how long. And so I'm having a human experience. I'm feeling the fear. But what did I say in the beginning of this life? If anything I learned from movies, right? The people in the movies are taking us on a story. They're influencing us empaths and playing with our emotions, right? We're feeling these emotions as we're watching the movie. From there, I have evidence that even though I'm feeling panic from watching the actor going through a panic situation, they still made it through even though I felt that, that panic. And the same goes for you. Does this make sense? Let me know down below. I'm trying to make this as more, take it into a different approach to see in a different light, a different view, a different lens to help you on your journey when it comes to emotions and what they actually are. They are not facts. They're just stories. They're just stories. So I love and appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging with me on the podcast, the live, or whether you're watching this on the replay. Love to hear your feedback as well. And yeah, love you guys.